Welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. If you are looking for inspiration and in living out your Catholic faith, or would like some tips and strategies to live the virtue of chastity, or would like help living your vocation to the full, then you've come to the right place. This podcast is born out of our desire to set the whole world on fire with God's love so that every single person would know that they are made for love and happiness. We are your hosts, Simon Carrington. And I'm Madeline Carrington. And we're husband and wife. We're parents to to two gorgeous boys, the co-founders of Fire Up Ministries. And mate, we are on a bold mission to help you experience the love you've always dreamed of. So from wherever you are listening, we welcome you and we are so glad that you have joined us. Hello, everybody. My name is Simon Carrington. I'm the founder of the Fire, Fire, Fire Up podcast. And I'm really glad that you have chosen to join me today for this, this podcast. Now, you might have been surprised by what, by, by what I called this show, okay? This is called Misfits in the Church. What do I mean by misfits? I mean, isn't that a little bit nasty or, you know, well, this certain group of people that I'm, I'm going to be talking about today, I do not at all feel are misfits in the church. They are a, a desperately needed um, group of people in 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 the church to, to today. But I think this this these particular people often see themselves as misfits. And I want to share a little bit about why I think that's wrong, and why in so many ways these you know so called misfits in in the church are actually. Um, we 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 actually they they give so much to the church and we we should be be, be, be relying on this you know um, this this quote unquote misfit group in the church to serve and to love and to support our priests and to help our youth and to to make vibrant Catholic parishes. So let's start with a prayer and then I want to talk about what these so-called misfits are in, in the church and why that is wrong and what, what, what we can do about it to get them excited about uh, where, they're at, where they are. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, I give you my, my mind, my body, my heart, my soul, my tongue, everything that I am and everything that I'm, I'm not, all the weaknesses I have, all the wounds that I have, I ask you to come in, to step in, and to heal me where I need healing, and to re, re, redeem me where I am lost and trapped and wounded. I pray for everybody that will tune into this podcast. I pray that it, that it will bless them or bless someone they know or will give them something they can share with somebody they know might be struggling right now in this misfit um, position which as I said, is not really a misfit position, but that's how they may see it. In Jesus' name, I ask all these things and more. I ask St. Joseph to pray for me and everybody listening, for Mary, my mother, and your mother to pray for us, and St. John Paul II and St. Catherine of Siena, the patrons of Fire Up. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So you're probably thinking, gosh, Simon said, you know, misfit a few times. What are these these misfits? Well, these misfits that, as I've said already three times, I do not believe in misfits. They see themselves as misfits are Catholic singles 
that are in their late 20s or 30s or 40s. Now, kind of, kind of generally speaking, young Catholic singles, so kind of fresh out of school, you know, like they're, they're just starting jobs or they're, they're still studying at university, um, you know, they are often very active in their local parish, right? They, they go to, the, they, they go to their, their diocesan events, they they go to camps, you know. They 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 often go on re, re retreats that their parish or diocese have put on. They're involved in youth ministry. They're involved in groups like Saint Vinnie's or or you know. There's so many different ways people get plugged in today. But although that I mean, and this is a great thing. It's it's awesome to see that young Catholic young Catholic singles are active in the church now. I think, obviously, I would hope and pray, and if I'm honest, when I look back on my involvement as a single person, I think it's 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 impossible to have a perfectly pure intention when you're being so active. Of course, if you feel called to marriage, you're hanging around because you're hoping hoping to meet someone. Of course, that is there, um, but I would hope that. The, the main reason that a Catholic single is plugged into the church is because they want to serve God and they want to serve others and they want to bring other people closer to Christ. But however, I think God, God has, has made us this way that of course we're going to be meeting great people, you know, people of the same sex, people of the other sex. We're going to form great. If you're a man, you're going to form great male friendships you know, and 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 you know, like the women are going to form great friends with other like-minded women, and that's going to strengthen their faith. But we'd be crazy, okay, if we didn't admit the obvious that, of course, these young ladies that are coming are hoping that through their service of God, they're also going to meet someone that is serving along, uh, that is going to serve alongside them in marriage one day, and the guys are obviously going to hope to meet a young woman they can date and court and marry and start a family with it with, with eventually. Now, sadly, people that tend to only be coming to Catholic events because they want to find a good Catholic spouse, as soon as they start dating somebody, they generally drop off. So they stop serving in the way they were serving and they, they become very, they become intensely focused on the person they've just started dating. Now, that is a sign of an unhealthy reason that they were there. Okay. So a person that you meet and fall in love with through the church should not pull you away from church. They should, they should keep you at church, right? But I think, look, with, with singleness, it, I mean, we could do a podcast after podcast just on singleness, right? But I think, you know, from any, you know, even high schoolers that are single, you know, struggle with being single, which I, you know, which is, is sad, but it's true. Even I went through that, you know, you think you're 15 and, and you're already worried about whether, whether you, you're, you're going to meet somebody. Uh, but certainly after school, that can become a real challenge, right? So young Catholics, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're 21, they're 25, whatever. They're single, maybe they're 28, they're single. And they're thinking, you know, I'm getting a bit frustrated now. You know, am I, is anybody ever going to love me? Will I ever meet somebody, you know, where are all the good women or where, where you know, where, 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 where are all the good men? No one's ever going to love me, you know, can I ever heal and can I ever love again? Maybe they've, they've, they have, have courted people that they've been in relationships 
and they've you know they've 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 um they've had to leave the person that they were with or the other per- the person they were with has left them of course there are so many struggles okay and and look to a certain extent I mean, I, I struggled at times with being single, right? So it's normal to struggle and we all face these challenges from time to time. Obviously, we don't want to live there. We, we don't want to live our singleness being down about the fact we're single. I think we should be living our singleness from a place of joy, from a place of being fulfilled because we're loving and we're living our life to the full. But of course, you know, if you go to a wedding or, you know, if, you know, if you're one of a good friend of yours, you know, maybe they have their first child or maybe, maybe you go to a dance or something or a church function and you leave that night and you think, gosh, you know, no one really caught my eye tonight. Or you might think, you know, you know, no, I didn't catch anybody's eye tonight. Even if that was wrong, maybe that's how you felt that that night went it is easy and we, we, we need to guard our thoughts and we need to guard our emotions in those times, but it is natural and normal that you are going to have those, 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 those little dips. Okay. I had them and I don't, I don't think you should expect that you would never have them, but certainly I think we, we could do better as a church of learning to live our singleness with joy because we're serving and we're loving and, and we have, we have a great relationship with Jesus but we do have those times of struggle from, from we have times or moments of struggle through, throughout our period of singleness. Okay. Now, when a single person begins dating somebody, however, okay, as I said, it, it is now sometimes they will completely leave the church environment and you'll never see them again, which is not healthy. It means that they were only there to meet somebody the second they got what they wanted, they leave. And then if that person dumps them or if they feel they have to leave that relationship, they come back and, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, where have you been for the last six months, you know? Um, however, I think most of the time, most of the time, people are fairly sincere with why they're, they're at church and why they're involved there. And no doubt, and I think actually as someone that is married now and went through this phase, um, I think... Other Catholic singles sometimes find it really difficult to receive when good friends of theirs find love before they do. Amen. And if you, if, you know, I know a lot of people out there know exactly what I'm talking about right now, where maybe, you know, you were one of the first people in your group to find love and, you know, your female friends or your male friends, you know, on both, you know, it can be whatever, it doesn't matter what you are, it's friends on both sides their struggle to either to receive the person that you fall in love with, or maybe they're even struggling with the fact that you cannot give them the same amount of time anymore. And guess what? That is normal. And you should expect that to happen. Okay. If you meet someone and fall in love and you start dating and then you start courting and you are spending as much time with your mates or with your female friends, as much as you were when you were single, I guarantee you something's off about how much you're giving to the person you're in, you, you are in, 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 in a relationship with, right? There is no way, okay? Of course, you should still see them, of course, okay? And be involved and, and as much as you can, okay? But sometimes people that have never been, been in, in a relationship before, they just feel like that transition should be a lot easier than, than it is. And it's honestly not. It, it takes a lot of work to learn 
it's not just you now, you know, in a new relationship, it's you are now, are now involved in another family, right? Your life just got three times as busy, right? It's, it's, it's not that simple. And I think people that are single could do a lot better at learning to accept, you know what? I don't know how busy this is for this person. I know their heart's in the right place. I need to give them, give them a bit of space until they, they, they learn to adjust. They're getting settled in. Okay. It's very exciting when you've just started dating somebody. Okay. But, and so that often it's very natural that you would be very plugged into that person in the early days, especially, and then things tend to settle down a little bit. Right. And you, and you, and you, and, and you find that balance, you find the work-life balance, you find, you know, like the love and friendship balance, but that doesn't come overnight. That, that takes a bit of getting it wrong. Um, as, as I did, when I look back, I think I, I certainly got that wrong in, in certain ways. Um, but everybody is going to get it wrong in certain ways. People are always going to feel like, you know, they're not giving me enough time, whatever. That's a challenging thing, but, but that's, 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 just, that's just the reality. We need single people need to learn to be more merciful with friends that have found love before them. They need to support that relationship, be there for that relationship um, and be on that journey with that person without ever making them feel, feel, feel guilty or, 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 um, or feeling shame because they're not investing as much in their friendships as, as they were when they were single. But also I think it is very natural that the person that just, that has started dating somebody or starts courting somebody, they're not going to be able to give as much time to the friendships that they once, that they had. So not once had, that they still have, but they want, will not be able to give as much time to it, but it's also natural that they will not be able to, to de devote as much time to serving in that, that, that's that, that, same capacity that they were giving in the church life as they were when they were single either. Okay. Now, what this often, what often happens here is we begin to see, and this tends to happen towards like, like the late 20s, right? 27, 28, 29. By that age, okay, a lot of people are either in a relationship, they're engaged or they're married and they've even had a child or two, okay? And so we begin to see a bit of a split in most Catholic parishes where you've got a couple of kind of, you know, people in their late 20s, even early 30s, and they're single. And they're now tending to need to mix with like the newcomers that are fresh out of school, or they're still in their early 20s, but they notice this age gap, they notice this doesn't and this is where the idea of a bit of a misfit comes is that they're like, you know what, I just, you know, I'm not around people my own age as much. Because people at that age, you know, there's there's a lot of that group that are married now, or they're engaged, or they're 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 in a serious re re relationship, and they're not able to give as much time to those friends that are now that age as what they they were used to. Okay, so um, so once once a single Catholic reaches their late twenties, or even early thirties, or even into their forties they tend to start feeling like, well, I'm too old to be involved in youth ministry, right? I'm also, I'm also not old enough to join, you know, I, I'm not old enough to join like the seniors club, right? And so they tend to feel a bit, you know, 
you know, they, 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 they get like a little bit, they start to feel embarrassed that they're hanging around people that are slightly younger than them. And then this feeling of being a misfit, which is not true, okay, but the feeling of being a misfit normally, sadly, leads them to back away from being too involved in church, okay? Of course, there are exceptions. There are people in their 30s, late 20s, early 40s, very, very, very plugged in. But most, most of those that I see that were very plugged in in their early 20s, if they're still single, especially, they are nowhere near as involved as they were. Now, this is terribly sad. Okay, now most older singles, now when I say older single, I mean even from late 20s to 30s, right? Slightly older singles tell me they feel like it's impossible to date people or to meet people in, in these kind of group settings. Now, if you've heard, if you've heard my talks on how to date with passion and purpose, or if you've done my six-week course version, or if you've done my online version, okay, you would have you you would have heard me really pushing the idea of you know, meeting people in a group setting, meeting people in and, and, and trying to get to know people in the context of faith, family and friends. Now, this so-called, you know, misfit group, late 20s, 30s, even, you know, 40s, the, 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 the most common feedback I get about that particular teaching point that I have is they'll often say, well, Simon, I'm, I'm not involved in those kind of places anymore. So how am I supposed to meet somebody in a group setting? To which I respond, okay, no, you still should be in those group settings, right? There needs to be something that you are, are, are involved in still in church life, okay? I would love to see and I would urge singles in their late 20s and, and beyond that staying engaged in church and parish life. And becoming perhaps even more engaged than ever in church life, right? Because this, we, we often see singleness, especially if it's been slightly prolonged, we can tend to view that single period as, 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 as a curse, right? And it's like, well, I hate being single. I'm a, I'm, I'm a misfit. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to take off. But in fact, I really believe, okay, singleness if you have not felt called, you know, to, you know, to become a priest or become a sister or a brother, certainly if you're single at, at that point, you, you haven't felt truly called to pursue and get married to, to another person. And so if you are single, even if you haven't made, you know, that lifelong decision, you know, my vocation is singleness. Well, even if you don't feel called to be single forever because you're still unsure what God might be calling you to, the fact is that is where God has called you at that time. God wants you to love and to serve and to live a fulfilled life right there. There is never a time in your life, no matter how old you are, how young you are, where God ever expects you to sit around and wait for the next stage of life before you can serve him and love him and be living your Catholic faith with joy. I want that to really, really sink in. There is no such thing as waiting for your big, you know, your, your, your big kind of capital V vocation. Is it marriage? Is it priesthood? Is it to be a consecrated single? Don't, 
don't use that as 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 your your excuse to not living life to the full. If God has not revealed that to you clearly yet, you are still called to give in whatever capacity you can, in whatever way you can, in in that state of life. Okay, and that that can be a blessing. Okay, it's all mindset. It's the way that you view that state stage of life. If you just think about this, okay, think about being a 30-year-old Catholic single who how, think how, I mean, yeah, you've, got, you've got a full-time job, of, you know, probably um, you've, got, you've, got, you've got your own family, you know, maybe you've got siblings that are married, so you've got, you, know, you've, you, you might have nieces and nephews, okay, think about how, what, what what kind of a blessing you can be to those people and to that environment think about you know you can give everything to your work you can really you know you you can keep expanding your skills serving and loving the people you work with clients you might have okay you can bring joy and faith to that office or construction site or workplace, or truck, or van, you know, wherever it is that you're working, you're called to bring Christ to that place. You're called to be an amazing uncle, an amazing auntie, to be a great brother, a great sister, a great son, an amazing friend. You're called to be involved and engaged in parish life, in church life, serving, leading Bible studies, starting a rosary group. I don't care what it is, but you need to, we, you, sorry, I, I start getting a bit passionate. I get forceful. Sorry, I'm not, not, I'm not trying to be like that. But we've got to change the way we view this stage of life. If God has not revealed something more to you, it's because he wants you to give 100% right now where you are. Okay? So I would urge singles, okay, if you're slightly older and beyond and you're, and, you know, do not believe the lie you're a misfit. Stay plugged in, stay involved and keep serving, okay? So I, I would like, and, and this is kind of a message for priests especially, okay, because I see, I see a massive problem here in the way that most parishes cater to people that, I mean, I, I believe a lack of pastoral care, okay, has led to the feeling that if you're, you know, in your late 20s or 30s or 40s and you're single, that you are a misfit. I believe this is a, a lack of pastoral care on the part of priests and parishes and things like that. Okay, so on a pastoral note here, I believe every parish needs to offer events, groups, ministries, apostolates, okay, that people in that age group and in that state of life can get plugged into, okay? Every single parish should be having regular faith formation talks. Every parish. Every parish should have the op should be given the opportunity for there to be courses. I mean, you know, um, check out formed.org, um, um, okay? Parishes can get a subscription to that formed.org there are online courses there are on you know on mary on prayer on lent on the sacraments on the saints okay there are saint movies on there okay there's interviews and and podcasts in you know great there is amazing content on formed 
or you know get you know the priest lead a bible study or get somebody who's in really invested in the faith or has done some stu- study themselves to lead bible studies or you know start have workshops get involved in different groups like saint vincent de paul or, or you, you know or, or like the legion of mary door knocking you know praying the rosary visiting the you know visiting those in jail you know, in in the prison ministries um, visiting the elderly, feeding the homeless, having a Vinny's van. These are all things that every parish should be should be offering. Okay. They, they should be offering them in some way. Now, this is the real problem that I see is that sadly, some most of the time, things, th- things that are kind of like church-related, targeted to this so-called misfit age group tends to be nothing more than like a singles mixer, right? So they actually plan, they'll plan an event. I'll have a wine and cheese night or they'll they'll do a thing where, I mean, it's not really speed dating, but it kind of is, right? They've got all these, you know, and you've got to, you, you kind of got to move around and you spend five minutes with different people. And it's like, you know what? From my experience, okay, just in my experience here, men are not really keen on those kind of events, Right, guys. When guys feel like there's 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 that pressure on, right? They they tend to not be too 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 keen on coming coming to those kind of events. Specifically, if the event is targeted to be a singles night where somebody's going to feel like they failed if they don't leave with somebody's phone number, right? Or um, you know, women tend to be a little bit more more open to, to to those kind of events. But what ends up happening is you'll get an event where, you know, if you get 50 people, there's like five or six guys and 44, 45 girls. And it's always a little bit awkward, right? And so I I feel like though, I mean, you know what? Is there a place for those kind of singles events? Maybe. Okay. I I, I probably wouldn't run one myself, but that's 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 that that doesn't matter. What I would like to see is every parish creating opportunities for Catholics to attend. Amen. I don't care what you are, single, married, engaged, dating. If, you, if you're single and slightly older or single and, and a little bit younger, anybody should feel the freedom to come to a Bible study. Anybody should feel the freedom to come to faith formation talks or to come to workshops or courses or to feeding the homeless or St. Vincent, you know, St. Vincent de Paul work or praying in praying in a rosary group those kind of things if every parish was offering them what you're doing is you're giving you're giving these so-called misfit single catholics which again they're not you're giving them an opportunity to get plugged in and to serve in parish life now you tell me do you think you've got a better chance of meeting someone anyway not that this is the primary reason for doing this. The primary reason for running church-related events is not to marry people. Amen. That is not the primary reason we do any event. That is a an awesome. Um, it's an awesome consequence of doing faith formation things. The number one reason we do it is to bring people closer to God. So if you're running all these events for sync for you're not for singles, but events that single people feel the freedom to come to without the pressure of it being a singles mixer. Is that not 
the best opportunity anyway for God to work and to introduce people to each other, I think it's a much better idea, okay? On a pastoral note, every parish needs to be looking for ways to get their get the people at that parish involved not trying to target people and marry them off but simply if we put on if we put on those events if we put on those spiritual formation nights and people feel the freedom to come no matter what state of life they're in okay you imagine if you've got a you've you know you 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 know like there, there's this there's this young woman she's she's 31 she's 32 Okay, and her parish is offering all this stuff. Okay, offering all this, and she's like, you know what? I'm 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 going to keep coming. I'm I'm going to I'm going to stay involved. I'm I'm not just going to go. I'm going to I'm going to help out. I'm going to put my hand up because you know what? If people if people at my parish are married with with young children, it, because as I as I know, right? It's it's a little bit more difficult to be out too many nights a week doing church related things. Okay, so they might say, you know what, I feel like there's a need here that I can meet. I, I don't have children to go home to right now. I don't have a spouse to go home to right now. I can come from work, go straight there and get involved and lead that rosary or run that Bible study or be there a bit early to set up the chairs or the tea and coffee, whatever. And if you're continually being involved in that, if somebody, if you were to meet somebody, even if it was outside of that parish, Guess what? You've now got a place where you can invite that person to get involved in these particular groups that I'm involved in. And that is the best place for you to begin a friendship that may lead to marriage. Amen. So if you are in this age bracket, I urge you get involved. Okay. And if your parish is a bit lazy or a bit slack with the, you know, if they don't put anything on like this, Go and knock on your, your, your parish priest front door and say, listen, we need more things. We need more things that I can attend. You know, we can't just have a youth group and, the, and then this seniors club. We need to have things in the middle that any, any single person that wants to get involved in their faith can do, can, be, can, can come and serve at and learn from and, and be involved in. Okay. So don't wait to get married. Okay, before you find your purpose, live every day fully now. Okay, and I always say that you are you are certainly you are certainly the most you you are certainly the most at um, people will be most drawn to you when you are serving and you're living out of your gifts and your passion anyway. Okay, so is there a such thing as misfits in the church? No. Okay, and I want to speak a, a word of encouragement to you. If you've ever felt like you are, you are not a misfit in the church. That is where you, you be belong. God wants you there, not just so he can pair you off with somebody, but because he wants you to grow closer to him. And if we have these events on, don't, you know, don't leave the church because you're filling out a place. Stay involved. The Catholic church is your home. Amen. But push your parish priest. Push, push the parish, parish council to put things on, to look for ways, or you put your hand up, you think about what you might be able to offer, okay? If you, well, I've, I've learned this, okay, in my 10 years of, of being involved in the church, don't ever come to a priest and say, we need a solution, what do you want to do, right? They don't want you to give them more work, okay? They don't want 
don't give them the job of coming up with something. You come up with some ideas and present the ideas to them and say, I'm happy to run it. You just give me your blessing or in whatever way, you know, whatever way you want to be involved or need to be involved. Awesome. I'm not trying to put more on your plate. I'm just trying to put more things on from this parish. And so, and it would be, it would be great, obviously, if parish priests trusted certain people enough to be able to run those events, knowing that they're going to be good events and leading people closer to the faith. I hope this is helpful. Okay. Um, again, if there's a certain topic you'd want, you'd like covered, feel free to reach out by email or, you know, any way, social media, whatever way you, you get in touch with Fire Up. Um, I'd love to hear from you and I will uh, very happy to do a podcast answering your question. So thank you for the person that asked this question. I hope that's helpful. I hope that will bless you and many others. Um, let's close in prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, thank you for the gift of every person in the church. Uh, no, 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 no matter what stage of life they're in, but I do especially, Lord, ask you to bless anybody that might be single still um, and, and, and feeling slightly, slightly older or are slightly older and have struggled in the past with feeling, feeling like a misfit, bless them today and comfort them in knowing that they are so welcome in the church. And this is, a, this is such, such, such a blessed time for them to serve in a way they may never be able to serve again. In Jesus' name, we ask all this. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all. And um, I'll see you, I'll, I'll speak to you again soon. We would like to thank you for joining us for this episode. If you thought that it was helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and, and, and share with a friend. And for more content like this, online videos, special offers, access to exclusive Fire Up events and a Fired Up community, consider joining our Fire Up family. So head to our website and for a monthly gift of your choice, you can help others experience the love they always dreamed of. So um, may God bless you and your family. Now go set the world on fire.